I'm not a chocolate vanilla strawberry, but I'm like a salted caramel or oh, yeah. Kinder Bueno or something like that. Like okay. I'm like a kind of adventurous, but not adventurous. But I'll mm. try one. Like there's an ice cream shop where I live, and I want to try the pistachio one. But I also think it's closing because it's coming into winter, and I don't think many people want to eat ice cream in winter. So. G'day legends and welcome back to the Press Room Podcast presented by Zwift, episode 84. And today's guest is Zoe Backstead from Canyon Shram, the writer from Great Britain and 19 years old. She is one of the biggest talents to enter the women's side of the sport in a long, long time. Not only in road racing and time trialing, but also in cyclocross, which is her favorite discipline. Now, just go do your own research, okay, because you just type in Zoe Backstead into Google, or in fact, type in Backstead in general, and of course her sister Eleanor, who rides for Trek, and her father, who is the uh, director at Canyon Shram, or one of, and also a commentator, you'll see that the Backstead family are just, it's a talent pool, a very deep talent pool. And so you don't have to do too much research before you realize that Zoe is just a machine and she is going to be a force in the Women's World Tour and Cyclocross Pelotons for years to come. Now, this episode, okay, has been a long time coming. I've been trying to get Zoe on the pod since January this year. She was riding for EF uh, earlier in the season up until last month. And of course, EF are sponsored by Wahoo. So... We had a podcast that was just getting ready to be set up, but at the time, Wahoo and Zwift weren't really uh, making friends. So Wahoo blocked that one, despite um, Zoe and her manager, Maz, really keen to have her on. But I was told, just wait to the end of the year and maybe things will change. And well, a three-year deal to Canyon Shram up to 2026 for Zoe uh, came about last month. And that meant, bang, let's get her on the pod. So the door's open. And this episode, Legends, uh, I think really defines what the TPR podcast is all about. It's about, you know, talking with the world's best writers, but also uncovering the world's best writers' personalities and, and giving you guys the access to see what the writers and hear what the writers are like outside of their cycling ability. And every now and again, you get the writers that just so happen to be the best or soon to be the best in the sport and also have an absolutely cracking, engaging, and bubbly personality, and Zoe is that. So this episode, and i said this so many times, this is one of my favorite episodes to record all year, because Zoe is an absolute legend, super funny, had some great stories. We talk about um, a whole range of things, um, of course, covering her new team and the transfer, all the things she's excited about that, from the kit to her teammates, uh, to the new bike, we discuss her European time trial uh, win, and 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 we go into her playlist strategy. So she's got playlists on Spotify, and some really funny stories there. We discuss cyclocross and how she practices and how you even get better at cyclocross. Um, and then we really just talk a whole lot of shit, and you guys will love it. It's so good, super fun to record. And um, hey, hopefully you guys, if you're not already. You'll become massive fans of Zoe and start to follow her for the rest of her career because no doubt she'll be having the hands up on the top step of the podium many, many times. Now, legends, we can't do this without Zwift, okay? So the Europeans listening, 
Well, it's going into your winter, so you already know what to do. Just get on the Zwift, keep the legs ticking over, all right? Keep training. Summer, so the Australians are listening. The crits are coming, right? And I'm telling you this, you want to sharpen up for the crit season, okay? When you start to get close to the first race of the year, get on Zwift and do the crits on there. They are so good. They're 25 minutes, 20, 25 minutes, super high intensity and a really good way just to uh, just find that top end speed, um, that top end level before you enter uh, the hurt box on the weekend. So give it a crack. I guarantee you, you'll be going back for more uh, to tune up your training for the criteriums. And also, legends, guess what? Guess what? Megan and I don't have at our house. All right. Thanks to bike racks, we no longer have marks on our walls. Now, everybody with bikes knows if you got them inside. That's great. But you're leaning them against the walls, you're leaning them against chairs. It's guaranteed. The marks, we don't know where they come from, but they just find themselves on the walls. I don't have that anymore. We don't have that anymore because our bikes are on the bike racks. Bike racks, it's R-A-K-Z, right? So go to their website, www.bikeracks, R-A-K-Z-S, and uh, get yourself some easy folds or any of their bike storage solutions. Use the podcast code TPR20 and you'll save 20% off. Watch my video on how uh, I install it, all that business. It's on YouTube. And um, hey, you'll be doing your sales favors and you'll be having no marks on your walls because your bikes are stored beautifully. And I'll tell you one more story, right? Now, I stored some of these ones outside with the new Easy Fold racks. Now, our clothesline is also outside. So when we're hanging the washing out, the bikes are kind of in that zone, right? But because the Easy Fold racks, they swivel basically like 70 or like 30 degrees left or right. So we swivel them to the right, and then there's plenty of room for our washing to be hung up. So how easy is that? Of course, hanging all our attacker gear. So anyway, go check them out. Legends, big long intro, but it's a special episode. You guys will love this. Zoe Backstead, I'll see you on the other side. Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. Amazing, good answer. Wow. Sorry, hello. Hello, sorry. I'm just, I've got headphones in. Is that all right? Do I want headphones yeah. or? No, 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 that's good. I'll put the other one in then. Class, yeah. Have you, Zoe, ever met someone called Jethro before? I don't know. <laughs> well, now you have. Hey, what's on the wall behind your head? Lego, and I got a bike. Oh. This is, this is my home. <laughs> that bike? That bike is a beauty. It is, honestly. It's so sexy. Like, yeah, it's just, mm. I'm very happy with it. Mm. I was just, while I was waiting the whole minute, right? I was waiting the whole minute. I was just looking on Kenny Shram's, uh, <laughs> just kidding. I was looking on your team's uh, Instagram. Is it your birthday today? Um, no, it was on Sunday, the 24th. The 24th, eh? 19. 19, yeah, I'm a big girl now. Mm. And <laughs> what kind of gifts are we talking? What did you get? I must have got something. <laughs> um, well, I didn't get anything on my birthday because we were on, on a team camp. Mm. Um, but I got home yesterday and 
my mum had left some presents for me. I mean, she's here as well, but she left them before she came to to pick me up. Um, and yes, I did get some Lego, which I was rather happy about. Um, Lego? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, this is Lego. Oh, I can't tell. Oh, right. I okay. built it. So, yeah. everyone, she's actually pointing behind her is the 40 Licks Rolling Stones logo. I thought it was just a poster, but it's a bit of Lego. That's quality. Oh, it's better being Lego because I got I had to build it to make it look like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was that <laughs> did it come in the packet like that, or did you just get all the white and red blocks? No, so it came in like a giant box, yeah. and then you had every single little piece um, to put together with an instruction book with yeah, like different numbered bags of each stage, <laughs> and then I sat there for like three hours maybe a little bit more. I can't remember. I didn't time that one. Um, and I built it. And then I was like, mm, where do I put it? Which wall do I put it on? Mm. And then I was like, you know what? This wall. And then I put my bike below it. Mm. And it, it just looks amazing. It frames it perfectly. Yeah, it does. Like, it really does. And I, I mean, it's only broken a little bit once when the when the door was open and the wind blew really hard and this <laughs> this rolling stones tongue just kind of went woof, woof, and i was Bang. like ah no <laughs> so i had to rebuild a little bit of it but yeah do you have a favorite rolling stone song no i just like it just looks cool oh okay <laughs> <laughs> that's like me wearing this pink floyd hat yeah yeah pretty I'm much like <laughs> yeah, I like some songs, but I couldn't tell you what they are. Mm. Mm. So, Zoe, you might not remember, but I remember at Wollongong last year, I asked you what you had for breakfast in one of the mix zones. And from memory, you said you had, you had porridge, but with Nutella on top and some salt. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Is that a standard? Yeah. That was my go-to breakfast at that time. Mm. It's not anymore. Oh, you've moved I've on? I've moved on from it. I have moved on. Okay. What's taking this place? Um, well, when I'm at home, I will do... This is my, my sister's creation that I've stolen credit for. Um, it's like oats, cinnamon, some chia seeds, um, some peanut butter, some salt, some honey. You mix it all together. And then you put it on the hob and you like heat it. And then you put it on top of some cork, some yog. You put it on top of some cork. Cork, yeah, like yogurt, Greek yogurt. Oh, that kind of stuff. nice. Oh, you put that on top. Yeah, it's like, a, nice. it's like a toasted oats granola kind of thing. Um, but it's really good. And yeah. the more cinnamon and the more salt you do, the better. And the more peanut butter. So basically, if you just do like 90% peanut butter, salt, and like 10% oats, then it's like a really good breakfast. I spend about 20 minutes talking to um, uh, Neve Fisher-Black about peanut butter because she's also a big fan. <laughs> and she she told me when she was uh, she, she won the U23 title in Wollongong, road race title, uh, a company back in New Zealand sent her uh, like eight kilos of peanut butter picks. Pretty good. That's like a year. Do you reckon that's a year? That's that's the mm, mm, 
maybe maybe less than a year. I ate a lot of peanut butter. <laughs> maybe depends, like depends. nine months worth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> depends mm -hmm. on how much you eat it. No, it's a very good supply, and I'm really jealous of that. Mm. What's the What's the brand of peanut butter in the UK? What's your go to? I need to check my cupboard. I'm back. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. He's just going to check. So all on the. I'm just bringing you my tub. Yeah, bring the tub. I'm just looking at the bike and the Lego thing. All right, what have we got here? Nuts about nature. Um, yeah, this mm -hmm. is my peanut butter. Kilo tub. It's really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's still going. Goes out of date next year, so I've got time. Oh, does it go out of date, though? I don't know. No. No, it's peanut butter. Peanuts, yeah. Well, out of date. Zoe, this has been a great intro, by the way. This is it. This is it. Um, I am very excited that you have changed teams. I like the other team, but I love this team. And um, I actually, earlier in the year, I was like, hey, uh, let's get Zoe on to uh, Superstar Maz. But there was wahoos with conflict there. So I mm. had to wait. And I was just, I was waiting. I was just waiting, waiting. And I saw it happen. I was like, this is it. Let's go. So. Podcast. Let's podcast. Go. Yeah, that's right. Zoe, what makes you, what's so exciting What's the most exciting part for you about joining Canyon Shram? Yeah, I mean, the team has developed a lot in the last year. You can see that on and off the bike. Mm. And yeah, just the way that everyone works. That's really exciting for me. Like I'm, I'm super looking forward to getting some more races in with the girls. I've obviously done one already. But yeah, just the dynamic, everything. I'm just, yeah, super excited. The kit, it's super nice. The kit is super nice as well. Yes, I have mm -hmm. to mention that. There's a, a nice amount of pink in there. And the bikes are pretty cool. And we're obviously sponsored by Zwift. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, yes, we are. Hey, uh, the bike is the first thing I noticed when you had the little um, thing on Instagram with Zoe's joining. Hurrah, how good. The first thing I noticed was the bike. You got it behind you. But you've got your cyclocross bike behind you, which is um super cool now i wondered you must have ridden a few bikes in your time do you can you notice and it's only early days but can you actually notice differences between the bikes and when you do like ride different bikes what's kind of the first thing that i don't know feels different when you're riding something new um i mean i've not ridden loads of different bikes um obviously i've ridden a couple of different ones over the last few years um but yeah i mean just general stuff i mean obviously you look down and you see a different bike and everything is built differently by different manufacturers and all that so things are going to feel different in general but yeah i know i really i really love riding my canyons and yeah they feel super good to ride on to race on and i'm just yeah yeah just <laughs> enjoying enjoying racing on these bikes so far mm. Did you ride the European TT? You would have rode that on, that would have been on a new TT bike. So pretty fresh, right? Yeah, I'd ridden it. I'd ridden my TT bike maybe five times before, <laughs> before Euros. So I really had done like minimal, minimal work on it. And it was kind of just like, yep, here we go. Let's, let's just go right into the deep end. I mean, I had Simac Tour um, five days after I joined 
the team yeah. and I didn't have my time trial bike before that. So um, I did like the prologue and the time trial at Simac and I'd done literally like those, those are my first two rides on it. So it was really like, let's just go like, just jump <laughs> on the bike and we'll see how it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty happy with those results from, from there because yeah, it was just, yeah, it was really good. Decent, yeah. I mean, in case anyone missed it, European under twenty three time trial champion. And what were you in the road race? Seventh? No, I was. Um, I think I was sixteenth. I tried to get end. away. Yeah, with like a lap to not a lap to go, but I got caught with a lap to go. So I tried with two two and a half laps to go. Stayed away until a lap to go. Um, but yeah, it was just like I didn't feel great at the start of the race, so I just said to the teammates I was like can I do something to make the race a bit more lively and and yeah I mean I, I tried to get away and tried to stay away and it was just if I'd waited another lap I think I probably could have got it but yeah 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 you have to try well, these things and find out you have to try these things and the TT everyone we've already talked with Beth about Nita Meyer um, what a beast she is but you just put her away by 50 odd seconds on the brand new bike so that just goes to show how good a ride it was and you know, I've sort of been watching how you've been going all year since the cross uh, earlier in the season. And um, it felt like this last, I don't know, last like, you know, Simac Tour and of course Euros is like the best you've sort of ridden on the road all year. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'd say it was, I'd say it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I said, to, I said to my friends, if you told me, um, the week before Simac Tour that I'd get my first World Tour podium, take home the Young Riders jersey, finish mm. top 10 on the Limburg stage and like fifth on GC. I was would have said that they're mad. Like I would have like straight up gone, not a chance that's happening. Like it's not even something I would have ever thought about. Um, and then, yeah, just had a fun week and I was with new riders, new staff. Everything was different. And I don't know, I think just that little change was just really cool and yeah like I say it a lot in interviews especially in the cross season but I was like when I have fun on the bike then my results come and I was just kind of like I had no pressure in that first week to like in that in Simac tour to do anything to yeah perform and it was kind of just like you can go in and you can have some fun and I was like the more fun I have right now like just trying to attack or chasing down a break or yeah, like, I don't even know, whatever, like, in the time trial as well, just pushing myself 120%, um, then the results will come, and, and they did. I certainly did. When you were warming up for your time trial, what did you have um, playing in the ears? Did you have music playing? Were you warming up to anything? I had, it's a playlist called Pre-Party Mood. It's on Spotify. Um, and I had that playing in my headphones with a couple of songs queued, but uh yeah it was just like are you finding it i'm finding it pretty party mood it's a great it's a great playlist it looks like this yeah i'm on it it's got three uh pop star looking people on there yeah oh yeah okay and you got some what would what did you what did you cue on here um looks like there's some European space train stars. space train pov Keep going down. Uh, mm. Got it. P-O-B. I mean, to be fair, most of them are pretty good. Not fair. That's always one that um, sticks in my head. And then the song I had in my head was Prada. 
was nice. this one. Yep. I've heard that one before. Wow. So I had had that stuck in my head for the whole time trial. Like every minute of it, one line and that's it. And I'm just like riding along in complete like pain. I'm like, uh and then I just got this one song playing on repeat in my head and I'm like really just leave my head now <laughs> oh I love it eh? I love how sometimes you just get so attached to a certain song in a warm-up or just that song you save as well for the hard effort on the ergo or outside we've all got them and sometimes if you told a non-cyclist you're listening to that song they'd be like what are you doing what is wrong with you? <laughs> no, but it's it's the worst when you have a good song in your head when you get to the start. This happens a lot in cross. Like they have music playing at the start line and you've per- like purposely put a song in your head mm. that you know is going to like make you go well or something like that. And then they've got like slow music playing at the start line and you're still singing to it. And you're like, oh no, this is going to be in my head the whole race. And then mm-hmm. it is in your head and you're riding around like, this is this is just typical. So I always have to like try and zone out the music when I get to start lines yeah. and just sing that one song repeatedly so that it is stuck in my head when I'm racing. Mm. I'm a big fan of cyclocross and great segue into Good. that. Now, well, six seasons, technically it started, but last year, right, um, I was watching how you were going in the races and when the camera was following you, you were sort of paying attention. And as you got through you know, the first couple of World Cup rounds, you definitely seemed to, I don't know, find a bit more the further into the season you went. But it was one, I think I reckon, the two, I can't remember exactly when the race was, but it was that crazy kind of urban circuit where it had the bridge and you kind of... Portrait. Yeah, that one. Yeah. I think you started out front that race and you had a really good start. I reckon that was like a good little turning point for your cross season then. Yeah, so that was just before I went on training camp, that one. I think it was. I'm pretty sure. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's like, it's not far from, yeah, it's from, like, it's in the city centre. So it's, it's really cool to, Mm. to race that one. And like, you start on the bridge and it is like the most urban cross, like, that there is. Like, it's crazy how much is actually on tarmac compared to on grass. But like, you're then going up curbs and there's like steps that you have to run up and, I don't know, like the course, they've made the course really well and then they've incorporated two bridges in it. Um, and it's really cool, like when you watch the races afterwards and you just see like all of the riders strung out on this bridge going going halfway around the lap. And yeah, it's a really fun one. And I think that was probably the turning point for my season. Like I had a, I remember I had a really good start in that race. Mm. Um, I think I was like, for, I basically I got gridded on the wrong side of the bridge. Like I I was like last person front row or something like that. So I had the one spot that no one else wanted. So it was like in my head, I was like, right, it's all or nothing right now to make it first into that corner. Otherwise I'm, mm-hmm. I'm coming into that. Like I'm coming into the technical parts, 15, 20 riders back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like, I just went full gas and I made it first into that corner. But then you're like cornering on tarmac with like, 1.2 bar in your tires yeah, and you're like presser. everything is folding and you're like oh I'm <laughs> gonna make it round and oh yeah but it's it's great fun like you can you can see it on my face you can hear it in my voice that yeah. I love cross yeah oh it's epic if anyone when this cross season comes up again that is the my favorite one to spectate it's an absolute well spectate on on uh, GCN it's an absolute ripper um when it when it comes to CX like obviously you can you know you can improve just by getting stronger 
um, you know, training, et cetera. But outside of actually getting stronger on the bicycle, what else can you do to make yourself better and improve? Well, I do a lot of gym work for the cross season, especially. Mm. I do a lot of like gym, um, so some strength training, um, running as well, because yeah, a lot of cyclocross is running, especially when you get to the muddy cross races. Yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise it's just mostly in training that that you can make the benefit, like doing doing uh, technical work for like the upcoming race, and if there's a sand race coming up, doing some stuff in the sand and like remembering how to ride that and yeah it's mostly down to technique um and like learning to hop hurdles or getting back on the bike quicker or improving your starts um starts are like one of the big ones that I'll do for my for my season in my training is like just I get to the get to the field and the first thing I'll do is like 10 starts full gas and yeah like 30 seconds worth because then it's like you hit the first corner or you do a start and then you get off and you run around the corner and you get back on and yeah, you're trying to like replicate the race that you've got coming up basically. Mm, that's fun. Kind of reminds me of like, well, just more of a, uh, I don't know, like if someone played football or, you know, or, or any of those sort of types of sports, more traditional types of sports, at least in Oceania, um, you're doing like drills. That's kind of fun. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. That's it. Mm. When you say uh, running, like, say, in the middle of cross-season, what are you doing, like, 3K runs, 5K, 10K, short, like, sprints? What kind of running would you be training? Um, I do more pre-breakfast. Um, I'll go out for 20 minutes, half an hour, um, and just, yeah, just yeah. go for an easy run. Yeah. Um, probably two or three times a week if I can. Um, and then in training, when... Yeah, when you've got like a climb that you can't actually ride up, then you're doing interval running then. So it's all incorporated into your training session anyway. But yeah, yeah sometimes then it's good to do like some intervals running anyway. Or I, I feel like I don't necessarily need to do the intervals in running training as such because then I'm getting the strength to run faster and all that from the gym or I'm doing it in mm -hmm. cross training. Mm -hmm. So yeah, or I'm doing it in races and I'm, making myself better for the next weekend anyway so everything is kind of like it all circles back to each other and they all like interloop mm. yeah okay interesting do you like do you like the gym work or some people don't like it some people do do you enjoy it when you're in there throwing around the weights yeah i really do yeah i mean i do it over over the road season as well like i'll do it year round nice. if i can or um yeah like i'll i'll try and get in the gym once a week just because I know that like I'll feel better after I've done a session and I know that it, it can only help me in yeah. all of my riding. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever I can. Fa a favorite exercise. Yeah. No, everything hurts. So <laughs> I'm not going to have a favorite one to do. Um, <laughs> okay. They're all just as awful as each other, yeah. but that's the best part about it. Mm. Mm. Okay, what about this, right? Your sister, Eleanor, how old is she? Is she 23, 22? 21. She's 21. Okay. You guys yeah. must have spent so much time riding together as juniors and, you know, as sisters. But uh, do you have a memory that sticks out of you guys on the bike, one of your favourite memories between you two? You must have so many banks, but just one that maybe comes to mind more than others. 
in training or racing or let's say let's say in training just riding together no racing um yeah i mean i did um it was actually this year i did a ride obviously that's like not a very far back memory but um yeah <laughs> i did a ride with her in in west wales and it was like she she was going to do it and she didn't want to go on her own so she like she bribed me she didn't bribe me she was like oh will you come with me i'll pay for dinner blah 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 and we can go and get some snacks and we can watch a movie in 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 the hotel and everything like that mm-hmm. and i was like fine i'll come with you she was like it's only 100 120k or something it'll only be like four hours turned out it was going to be five and a half because of how hilly it was she forgot to mention that part um but honestly it was just great fun like the sun was shining and we just had a good chat and enjoyed riding our bikes and yeah i just i like spending time riding with her because it's my sister she's good fun and we can talk about anything mm. oh that's super nice and what did you have for dinner do you remember uh no i really can't was it I worth it do you remember straight... if it was worth it worth the pain i think it was <laughs> i'm pretty sure it was. but she did promise me ice cream after the finish Oh. And I did not get my ice cream. So oh. I'm going to hold a grudge on that one. Eleanor, what is going on with that? <laughs> what? I know. How rude. But it's fine. She gave me other snacks. Okay, well, that's all right. It's a great okay. segue to bring up ice cream because I love ice cream, right? So much so, we actually, my partner, Mega and I, right, we're getting married in February. And we got some photos just the other day, right? You know, like pre-wedding photos. But we incorporated ice cream into the photos because that's how much we live for the frozen dessert, right? So <laughs> what's okay, do you pick a normal flavor, like you know, a standard sort of flavor, or do you like the flavors that are like, you know, for example, there was one the other day called Earl Grey and Lavender was a flavor, you know, those sort of quirky ones. Or are you more of a standard, you know? chocolate vanilla strawberry style i'm not a chocolate vanilla strawberry but i'm like a salted caramel or kinder bueno or something like that like okay i'm like a kind of adventurous but not adventurous but i'll Mm. try one like there's an ice cream shop where i live and i want to try the pistachio one but i also think it's closing because it's coming into winter and i don't think many people want to eat ice cream in winter so Anyway, I need to go there before it closes. But like they have a pistachio one, but I've been too scared to try it. So I feel like I need to venture out and try this pistachio ice cream. Mm. Pistachio, it's always a green. It's a green tinge. Yeah. I haven't had a pistachio yeah, outside green. of the ice cream, though. So I don't know. Give it a go. I mean, pistachios, pistachios are good. Oh, okay. All right. But are they combined with ice cream? Are they good? You have to tell us. Risk yeah. I'm willing. We don't like, know. Am I willing to take that risk? Like, Eleanor, could ruin my ice cream day. Eleanor, Maybe you she'll have to try Zoe. it. You, you owe Zoe some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Now, are you still riding new team, but are you still riding the same shoes, Bonds? No, uh, at the moment, I'm not. Okay. Will you or are you different? Uh, I haven't decided actually yet. Um, oh. I'm just trying some out and just seeing what, what fits my feet best. So okay. I'll have to okay. get back to you on that. Because you had those awesome pink bots. 
They were super cool. I, now, uh, one of our supporters, Heinrich, legend, he, he wanted to know during that period when you were riding bonds, how many pairs did you have at one time? Do you just have like one race pair, a training pair, or you just have one pair that rules them all? Or do you have like pairs in the box that are just crisp, you know, with a doily still in there? Uh, I mean, I had one pair um, at the start of the season that I just I committed to that pair, and then I had a pair in my wet bag. So I had I had multiple pairs, and then I did have some in the bag still, yes, as well, because hmm. you never know when you're going to crash. <laughs> yes, that's right. Or you just want to wear some fresh, brand new, like the plastic still on them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's it. Yeah. Uh, okay. We, I've got some questions now. I'm just going to run through these. This oh, I'll be. This is probably already decided. But Nutella or peanut butter? Ooh, that's like a fifty-fifty. I think actually, I think peanut butter. Mm. Okay. What is the now? No, no brands. We don't care about brands. But what's the worst flavor gel you've tasted? Um, matcha. Oh yeah, matcha. Hmm, that's it was a no-go from me <laughs> that's actually really not ice cream flavor matcha mm. well i won't be trying it yeah. because i've been put off by the gel <laughs> okay roubaix or flanders roubaix mm. oh where does your um where does your dad keep his trophy the cobble in your home um ne- next to the sofa is a shelf Mm. And the cobble sits in there. It like made a little dip in the in the shelf because of the weight. Really? Wow. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> okay. Uh you have to yeah, this is a question I ask every single guest. And for the first time all year, we've had our first uh well, I'll tell you what he chose, but Josh Tarling chose a very interesting choice here. You have to join one of these three cults, okay? Hypothetically. You either have to join the anti-moon landing cult, so they don't believe the moon landing occurs, right? And I'm not behind. Right. You have to join, or you can join the Flat Earth Society. Interesting folk. And third, the third choice is you could join the COVID deniers fan club. So you have to join one of those three clubs, hypothetically. What was the last one? The COVID, COVID deniers fan club. Mm. Ooh. Mm, hypothetically hypothetically yeah okay but i don't want to get the i don't want to i don't want to get told off for saying the covid one but i mean the moon landing i mean i know it's hypothetical but it was the moon landing Mm. and flat earth i'm i'm not a flat earther so i'm gonna have to go oh i don't know i'm gonna have to go with the covid one because i just can't (laughs) put myself through the other two i really can't like i Josh said the same thing. You guys are the only two. <laughs> I can't put myself through the pain of saying oh. I will pick being a flat earther. No, yeah. sorry, guys. I know. Flat earthers. Wow. It's hypothetical, but still. Yeah. I'm not on board with this. Yeah. Hypothetical. You know, this is if there is, you know, someone's holding the your dad's cobblestone above your head. So, you know, you chose well. Yeah. If we were to add a fourth, what do you think would be the fourth? You're really asking the wrong person for this. 
Mm. Really bad ideas. We've done like alien stuff with the moon. What else is a weird sort of cult that rolls around? Maybe like, oh, I don't know. There's got to be someone. We'll have to do some research. Okay. Yes. What about your favourite TV show right now? Um, right now mm. would probably be New Girl, Gilmore Girls. It's like oh. a 50-50 between those two. Mm. Okay, very yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to add this extra one in. What's something that you, you bring with you to like most races when you are traveling you've got to pack like a bag is there anything that goes in there just all the time it's just a must-have and if you don't bring it it's not good my favorite pajama t-shirt okay can you tell us about it really random but i i am um, i got this t-shirt at a race at nationals in like 20 2020 maybe 2021 oh. i think actually Okay. Um, um, it's like my favorite T-shirt for wearing, like around the house, um, and it has to come with me because it's like it's my emotional support T-shirt. I call it. <laughs> so that comes with me to all of my races. Oh, that's great! That's awesome. And I have to like plan when I wash it so that it's like fresh. Yes. To go in my bag, to go to to the race with me. I had one of those too, and it was actually a two thousand and eleven. Tour de France t-shirt. So back in the day, there used to be this magazine that you could buy. It's like the tour magazine. And um, and you know, had all the stuff, the lift outs. But one year it came with a t-shirt, right? And it was like 2009. I wasn't even following cycling then, but I was working at this this pub, um, this Irish pub, and one of the locals th- knew that I liked cycling, and I kind of did at the time. So he brought in this yeah. T-shirt for me that he got when he purchased the magazine and he gave me the T-shirt. It was new in the packet and, um, yeah, he wasn't wearing it. And uh, he gave it to me <laughs> and I've, <laughs> I've worn it death. There's holes in it, like the map. It's got the map of the tour on the back. And yeah, there's kind of holes in it. So either the tectonic plates have shifted in the, in the earth and it's kind of <laughs> pulling France apart or <laughs> I just, it's, 10 years old so that's like mine let's go with it's 10 years old i think france is still in one piece oh okay <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on the tv podcast it was very good finally speaking to you thank you very much for having me Legends, that's another episode of the Pro Stream Podcast done and dusted. Big thanks to Maz, big thanks to Canyon Shram, of course, Zoe Backstead. Make sure you follow her on Instagram and watch her this year in the cyclocross season, which is starting in the next few weeks. And Legends, if you're still listening now, this is the dessert, right? The dessert, the bit at the end where I'll give you a little tip on what's happening on the next episode. Well, Give us a couple of weeks. I think there'll be a two-week gap between our next episode. But in December, right, little special plug for you guys. In December, we have a very special guest. If you're a mountain biking fan or uh, you just like anything cycling, you will love this. Because we have, on the men's side, 
the goat of mountain biking. Now, if you're only following mountain biking a little bit, you'll know who that is. And if you really follow mountain biking, you will definitely know this. The goat of mountain biking, that's in December. But of course, we've got a few more episodes to go in between that. Hope you enjoyed this one. Don't forget to share it, like it. Do the stars on Spotify. If you haven't already, please do the star rating. Leave a review on Apple. And uh, hey, I'll see you on the next episode.